Hello, it is Mike. Welcome to Back Toward a Big Brother Podcast. We're back for episode one, two, three, four, five. I think five. Um, I have to check. So here we are. Uh, another disappointing week. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that. Um, but before we get into the episode, our loyal viewer and caller in her <laughs> um Brooke, she sent in two voice messages. One is for more of like last week, so I'm gonna go over that first and then we have another one we're gonna listen to later on. So let's start with Brooke's first voice message. Hi Michael, it's Brooke. I am really team Davon this season. I it's not that I've never not liked her. I haven't always liked the way she's come across. I will say that um but I think that also has to do more with how producers showcase her versus who she actually is because they do have a tendency to do that um I just I really like how vulnerable she's coming across this season I love the conversations she's having with everyone in the house and how open she's being um I just I just really like her this season a lot more than I normally do so um I was wondering what you thought of the feud between Janelle and Nicole F because I don't know about you, but I really thought they were going to team up when they came into the house because they were both on a season of Amazing Race. They weren't on it together. Um, Like, they weren't on the team together, but they were on the same season, and I just, I really thought they were going to work together, and it it didn't end up happening. So, uh, have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you later. So, hi, Brooke. Um, What's up? Uh, Yeah, so... I need to stop saying, uh, I've noticed that I keep saying that on my podcast episodes, and I, I gotta cut that out. It's becoming a, a bad thing. I just said it again. Oh, I need to breathe. So, Brooke, I love Devon as well. I think that she hasn't gotten the best edit in the past few seasons, but this season, I think they really are showing her, like, true colors and how she's, like, a really, actually a nice person. And, like, you said, like, I like how vulnerable she is, like, proving to be this season I'm really a big fan of the way that they're showing her and how more than just like the live feeders like her now also the you want to know what my opinions between the feud between Nicole and Janelle was so I didn't think they were gonna have a feud but I didn't think they were gonna work together and team up because I don't I just don't see the two I think their personalities I just feel like they clash so their feud, it's so random, but I love it, and I love the way Janelle handles it, because Nicole thinks she can be all tough and, like, act like this cool kid, but Nicole, but Janelle is just like, I, I really don't want to hear it, and I love the way Janelle just, like, puts up with it. She doesn't put up with it. That's what I mean to say. I love the way she's not putting up with it, and she's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't care what you have to say, so shut up, you know, and she's just so mean. Not mean, but mean. So, yeah, that's, I think, all I have to cover for Brooke. Thanks for calling in. Everyone else should start calling in. That would make you guys really cool. So, yeah, thank you. So, here we are. Let's get into this episode of the podcast. Let's talk about week four of Big Brother Season 22, Not-So-All-Stars. Because these all-stars are not all-stars. I hate even calling them all-stars because they don't deserve that title. Most of them, at least, most of them. So, we ended last week with Janelle getting evicted. And Danny and Enzo threw these votes to make it look like Bailey and Devon voted to evict Kaser. And in, so that happened. And then the HOH competition went on. I, it makes me so mad. Because Kaser, because in the HOH competition, you all saw it. 
you roll a ball up a ramp and it has to land in these like slots and they went in two groups but if they all went at once Kaser had the fastest time so Kaser would have won HOH which that makes me so mad I need to contain myself here so in that Kaser was so close to winning HOH and then stupid Enzo had to win the head of household competition and honestly, when he won, I was like, okay, maybe I have hope in this week. Like, I do every week because it's Big Brother. I always have to have hope. I'm a huge super fan. Like, I'm I'm always going to be very hopeful with whatever scenario happens and, like, you know, just think that there's a way that we, this could be a winning situation. Enzo says, I want to get blood all over me. I want to get blood on my hands. Like, blah, 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 blah. I'm from New Jersey. Here's my accent. Like, okay, yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's, like, actually going to make a move. And after much discussion, he puts up Kaser and Kevin, which, by looking at the entire cast, I think is the easiest way he could have gone, especially because he said, I want to get blood all over my hands, and you put up the two most boring people. Speaking of getting blood all over your hands, go listen to my and Eric's podcast, Blood on Their Hands, best podcast for Big Brother, I recommend, go listen to it. So yeah, he he goes like, I want to get blood all over me, and blah, blah. so he nominates two boring people, when he could nominate, like, cool people like that, he could take out. Anyways, Bailey and Devon are loyal to this alliance, what are they even called? I always forget the names of alliances, They're the Slick Six. Which it's like Danny, Cody, Memphis, Nicole, Bailey, Devon. Like it's like, you know what I mean. You 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 get the memo. There's this alliance happening. Bailey and Devon are like partially loyal to it, which makes me so mad. Cause what are you missing? And in the veto competition, Kevin takes himself off the block, and I'm like, okay. Every single person in this house, when I say every single person, I mean every single person told Enzo to backdoor Danny. And you want to know who he put up as the replacement? Christmas as a pawn. What is this? Who asked? Please be an all-star for once. Who asked for Christmas to be put up as the replacement nominee? I'll wait. He could have he could have backdoored Danny this week. Like let that sink in. We could have had a win. We could have had a win for all the people that are supporting my side of the house because I have a very biased podcast. If you could not tell, we could have had a win. He could have backdoored Danny, taken shots at his alliance, and the house would have been beautiful. The condition beautiful, beautiful. But instead, we had to have this stupid whatever is happening. So Christmas and Kaser are the final nominees. We all kind of know what's going to go on. Ian, the king he is, is he has the perfect read of this house. And I expect nothing less from this man. He is the best. He has the perfect read of every single person ever. He runs over to Kaser and he's using Kaser because he knows Kaser thinks he's going to go home. And he knows Kaser is going to go home. So he's like, Kaser... Blow up everything in your speech. Because now Ian can use this. And he's, Ian's not getting the blood on his hands, but Kaser is. And Kaser has nothing to lose. So Kaser is going to say, yes, let me do this. Come eviction night, which was tonight, 
Julie looked great. We love Julie. Uh, I love the new house. It looks great. I'm n- I still call it like I'm still like obsessed with the new house even though it's been 5 weeks, 4 weeks, 5 weeks, I don't know. So, come eviction night. They ask Christmas cuz so Kaser was sitting on the left and Christmas was sitting on the right. So normally they have the le- left person make their speech first and then the right. But then they ask Christmas who was on the right to make her speech first. So that's how you know. The person on the left speech is going to be really good. So, Christmas has her speech. The basic. Thank you, CBS, for this beautiful opportunity. I'm so happy to be considered. Also, I love my family. God, blah, 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 blah. Merry Christmas. She sings her, like, poem, which... Oh, she sings her little poem. And then Kesar gets up, and he blows up the house. He goes... Cody and Nicole have been running this game. He exposed every alliance, and he did it flawlessly, let me add. And now everyone's casting their votes to evict. Obviously, everyone's voting out Kaser. Devon gets in the diary room. She votes to evict Kaser, but she goes, I got your back, Kaser. And she's in it for Kaser now. And I love to see it. I love to see it. Ugh, the show. Alright, now we're, I'm going to get into HOH now and do all that jazz. I'll be right back. So I'm not done with my recap, actually. So we go into the HOH comp. Christmas. What am I saying? We go into the HOH comp. It's one of the elimination where it's like two people and it's like kind of like bracket style, but an unfair bracket. It's a very unfair bracket. That's what I like to call it now. I'm going to call it the unfair bracket. So two people by random draw are picked to like go first and you have to like hit your button. Is there more emojis or less or exactly, right? We're going, we're going, we're going. Devon is picked like 30 million times, also known as like four or five times. She's just killing it, right? Christmas gets called up once. She wins. Now it's Devon versus Christmas. It's getting heated. It's getting heated. I'm sitting on my couch watching this. I'm like, come on, Mama Day, you got this. She's she's going, she's going. And then Julie Chen reads her question, and I'm like, it, it's it's more, it's more, it's more, it's more. And Devon is like about to hit more, and then she moves her hand, and she's like, oh, 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 and it hits less. Sorry, Devon, you are eliminated from this competition. Congratulations, Christmas. You're the new head of household. You're going to jury. I cannot express the level of anger and I don't even know. Oh, that was truly, truly terrible. Terrible. I hate it so much. I I just have have no words. Because it was the way that Devon was so close. I'm sorry, I sat there in silence for like a little bit because I just was thinking. And Christmas wins HOH, so Christmas is a little sheep. She's going to follow her alliance unless she proves me wrong. I have a little bit of hope in Christmas, as I always do. I have hope in everyone, every HOH. So I think I give too much. I put too much hope in these house guests. She's just a sheep. She's going to do what her alliance says. I have to accept that. But let's just hope she doesn't. And that would be the perfect world. So, yeah. Anyways, before we get into reads of the house and my rankings for the week, 
let's listen to Brooke's message because she's the loyal listener, the best one of all of you. And she sent in a voice message. So let's hear it again, Brooke. Hi, Michael. It's Brooke. Okay, I'm sorry for calling in again, but I just, I had to talk about this episode. I am so excited and at the same time, I'm so annoyed. I literally cried when Kaser went home. I wanted him to stay so bad. And it's like, I'm so happy he managed to, you know, break some stuff up, stir some stuff up and expose people. But at the same time, I just, when he and Ian were talking and Ian like was up, it looked like Ian was so upset because he wanted to keep it. It's like, I was upset because I wanted Kaser to stay too. But at the same time, it's like, I want Ian and Davon and Bailey and Kevin and David to team up and just take these people down. Like, please. But of course, Christmas had to win the frickin' um, HOH comp, and I'm just so annoyed, and oh my god, I really hope Danny goes home, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of concerned that Ian's gonna go up, I think it might be Ian and Danny, but we'll see, I'll talk to you later, bye. Hi, Brooke again, so, I also was on the verge of tears, at least, when Kaser was evicted, Oh, it hurt me, so much it was the most painful thing i think i've ever gone through i'm just kidding that was so painful then christmas had to win the stupid hoh as you said the oh so frustrating and ian and caser's talk made me cry it was so upsetting this show i don't know why i have so much emotion such an emotional connection to a reality television show and I will never understand that. I am afraid that Ian will go up this week because I think Christmas would listen to them and they'll put up Ian. You know what? Nicole is the type of person. I'm going to go on off on a little tangent here. Nicole Franzel is the type of person that would go up to Christmas and be like, well, I think you should put up Ian because he's a previous winner. Tell me that's not something she'd do. She'd go up to Christmas and have the nerve to, the nerve to say, I think you should put him in because he, he won the game before in her little like raspy voice with her first first day of kindergarten outfit that she was wearing today. Oh my gosh, she makes me so mad. Now, here's where the hope comes back in, right? So I always put hope in these house guests and I need to stop that because I he might put up Danny because Danny's game is kind of blown up a little bit. And if... We if we can get Danny on the block this week, I would be happy. Sorry, I'm yawning. I would be very happy if we could get Danny on the block. I don't think there's they have the votes to evict her, but it would make me happy if she was on the block. That would be pretty cool. So, but I'm not gonna get my hopes up because I know there's a good chance that she will not even be put up, and it'll be like someone like Ian and Davon or something. Cause whatever, I don't I don't even know why. Oh, everything ever makes me just so angry. I I can't even describe. Anyways, thank you for calling in, Brooke. Um, don't be sorry for calling in twice. I love the voice messages. They're so fun. It gives me something to talk about for a little bit. And call in again next week. And I'll see you. Hi again. Before I get into these rankings and thoughts on the house right now, I completely forgot to talk about the BB basement. Julie Chen announced the BB basement, and I was expecting Janelle to be sitting in there. And you know what wasn't there? Janelle. And I was very upset about Janelle not being in the BB basement. I'm not going to lie to you. 
So we see the BB basement, and it's like this dark room. It it gives me flashbacks to Big Brother Twenty on premiere night, where they went through that dark room. It it's just like that with like the slime. Remember that one? That's just what it was like. And there's three powers hidden in it. Apparently, powers. Okay. So, as we know, I'm a huge super fan of the show. So. Let's talk about powers and my opinion on giving house guests powers in the game. The last time a power was used that I remember was on Big Brother 19 when Jessica used the halting hex. That was the last time I remember a power being used and I'm not kidding. I'm just not kidding. And if a power has been used since then, it was a useless one. I could tell you that because it wasn't memorable. Powers exist to give the fans hope. And then the house guests never use the powers. So you keep watching. You keep watching. You keep watching to see if they're going to use this power. And they don't use the power all season. And now you just watched a whole season of sadness. Watching your favorite house guests get evicted with a power in their back pocket. It happens every season. So there's three powers to be given up. Getting major activity flashbacks right now. There are three powers to be given out. And you know who's probably going to win them? Cody, Tyler, Nicole. That's I I'm not I'm gonna knock on wood. Because I do not want to even think about that. I'm hoping we can get Bailey, Devon, and Ian to all win those powers. There's three powers right there. But these powers are probably gonna be dumb. And I'm just so upset that it's nothing better. I I I'm out of words. Why couldn't we get something good? A power room, that's what we get. A dark power room. What does CBS think they're doing? They're handing powers to the other side of the house again. Because if that other side of the house wins these stupid powers... I'm going to have to cancel my live feed subscription. I'm not kidding you. Oh, If the other side of the house gets their hands on those powers, they're going to think they're all that and a bag of chips. And I don't care. Ugh, the season. Why the modern season Big Brother are just getting worse and worse. So yeah, that's the basement. Um, Julie Chen really made it sound like it was going to be a lot cooler than it was. And I was very disappointed when she was like, three secret powers. And the Big Brother voice guy was like, tune in Sunday to find out who wins the secret power from the BB basement. And if it's not rigged for Bailey, Devon, and Ian to win it, I don't want it. If the show wasn't rigged for Bailey, Devon, or Ian to win the entire season, I don't want it. That's all. That's all. That's all on the basement. Um, let's get into my rankings for the house guests because that'll give me something to talk about and can talk about all the house guests. I'll catch you in a second for you, but like ten minutes for me while I. Actually, it's gonna be the easiest rankings on planet Earth. This is gonna be the easiest thing. Be right back. Hello and welcome to my start of end of week four, start of big start of week five, Big Brother twenty two rankings out of all twelve current house guests. My rankings have changed a little bit. Uh, for my bottom group, of course, the top will always maintain the same and I will assure you that. Unless someone does something like psychotic, but I don't see that happening. Starting with number 12. This might be a little shocking to some people. I have Tyler. 
now people are like, oh, Tyler's playing a good game at least, you know, I don't like him right now, because I'm on the other side of the house, but like, Tyler's playing a good game, he's not, I mean, it's a good game, don't get me wrong, he's doing what he did in Big Brother 20, and I said it last episode, and I'll say it for the rest of this season, He's riding his big six personal lights to the end and has a final two deal with everyone ever. And he's going to do it again, and he's going to make it win this time. And I have no respect for it. Play a new game, do something different, because I don't want to hear it. And I'm so upset that Bailey hasn't caught on to it, because I get so... It makes me so mad. I... Ugh. Number 11. Danny... She is just a little snake. I, everything she does, she breathes and I get annoyed. I just don't like anything she does. It's just like, so I just don't like her personality. Like this week at the have not meeting, when she picked Bailey and she was like, sorry, Bailey, I pick you. And Bailey was like, you can swing, but don't miss like something like that. Because I remember Davon stole her line in the DR and I was like, today she stole her line in the DR and I was like, oh, that's awkward. So, yeah, I just, Danny's just a very unlikable person. That's, that's my opinion on her. Number 10, Nicole and her first grade, first day of school outfit. It sounds like I'm talking about Nicole Anthony. No, I'm talking about Nicole Franzel. Yeah. She makes me so angry, too. She thinks that she's, like, the queen of Big Brother. Same with Danny. That could go for Danny, too. They think that they're, like, groundbreaking with their six-person alliance. You're not doing anything new. You're like every other modern season of Big Brother. I don't know who you think you're fooling. It makes me so angry still. I'm Everything this season makes me angry. Number nine, we have Cody. Notice how the bottom four were the four people running the game. So anyways, Cody, he's just like, I say it every week. Like, he's just like annoying, you know? He's... He's just on the other side of the house, you know? He's against my people that I like, so therefore I unlike him. Or dislike him, not unlike. <laughs> or is this... I don't know. I, I don't know. Number eight, we have David. David is the most clueless Big Brother player of all time, and he's on All Stars. There are people that are less clueless than him that are on normal seasons. What is he doing on All Stars? I wanted to like him so badly, and even on my, like, first three episodes of this podcast, I was like, oh, I have a lot of hope in David, yeah, yeah, I think he is. I have no hope in him anymore, I have lost all hope, he hasn't watched, like, a full season of Big Brother. I don't understand. He doesn't know anyone's name, he doesn't know how to play the game, he blows up, he blew up, like, Tyler's Alliance for no reason. David is so clueless, and I, it makes me so mad, and everyone in the house knows that they should just take him out already. He's such an easy pawn to get out or just use him as, like, a a pawn all the time. They could keep him around and use him for that. That would work, too. But instead, he's just, they're just, like, letting him do his thing, and I don't get it. It's his first time ever playing this game, let's be honest. He got evicted night one. Number seven, we have Kevin. Kind of shocking, because you'd think he'd be even higher up because I like his side of the house. He is just such a floater, I can't stand it i hate floaters so much floaters grab a life vest as rachel riley once said because he is not doing a thing in this house and he needs to figure something out he needs to make an alliance or do something before i lose my mind 
he needs to make a move. He's just sitting. He was so clueless today when he voted to evict. He came in in his blanket and was like, Julie, what's going on? Like, Kevin, please pay attention. Please pay attention. Number six, we have Enzo. No, you'd think he'd be lower because he's on the side of the house. I clearly don't like visibly. But I do like his game this season as much as I hate to say it. He's playing a good game. I think everyone feels very comfortable with Enzo, and I don't think we'll see him wanting to win another HOH soon. That's not meaning that he won't win one, but I think he'll be looking to throw a lot of future competitions. I don't know if he's a throwing comp type guy, I don't remember. But I wouldn't be surprised if he did throw a lot, because I think everyone in the house currently feels very comfortable with him. And that's very good for him, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Now, above him in number five, I surprisingly have Memphis. I might want to switch that out even. I don't know. Five and six are a tie for Memphis and Enzo. I put them in the same box. Except Memphis, I like him more on a personal level, but I like his game less. So I probably should switch him. Enzo should be five. Memphis should be six. Memphis, he. I think he's a likable person. I think people in the house are like him. He successfully fooled Janelle and Kaser about his like alliance that he's in. No one thinks he's in it, but now with Kaser's eviction speech, maybe he, no, Kaser didn't know. It wasn't even in his speech. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm almost as lost as Kevin, but and David. Imagine Kevin and David if they made an alliance. That'd be the funniest thing to ever watch ever. Okay, sorry if you hear my note card. I just dropped it with my rankings on it. Number four, fourth place, we have Christmas. She is the person I like the most out of the other side of the house. Because I think I have a little bit of hope in her. Because I think she might make a move for once. There's potential to put up Danny. If she doesn't make a move this week, she better expect to be at the bottom of my very meaningful rankings. You know, I bet you she doesn't want to be at the bottom of my podcast rankings, right? She better make a move this week. That's all I have to say. Feeds aren't up yet. I don't know what she's thinking, but it better be something I like. Number third, third place, bronze medal. (laughs) I have Ian. I love Ian. I have liked him all season. He's so nice and friendly. He's a big brother genius. He has such a good read on the house. And he's going to make it. He's making it places. He's going to go places in this game. I'm telling you. Third, or second, I have Bailey. I had her at first last week, or for the past two weeks even, I think. I really did like Bailey, and now she kind of went down just because she said she didn't want to be an ally with Kaser just because Janelle's not there anymore, which doesn't make sense, right? Because she's like, well, I don't need to be your ally, Kaser. Like, just because I was close with Janelle doesn't mean I need to be close with you, and she, like, yelled at him for it. But I'm thinking, if Janelle and Kaser were still in this house, and Bailey lost her final two, Devon... Right? And she lost Devon. She would be very upset if, like, Kaser went up to her and was like, Well, I was close with Devon, not you. I don't need to be your ally anymore. I could bet you Bailey would throw a fit and it would end up like a whole BB20 Tyler Bailey house meeting fight once again. So that's the only thing I'm just not really liking about her right now, but I do love her. I love her game. I love her personality. I think she's bold and powerful and she's very empowered. And I love to see that in her. First place, I have Devon. Partially because I think she was robbed of this HOH win. I really wanted her to win. Um, 
she's just so cool. And like Brooke said before, that she's getting like a good edit this season, I think. And they don't normally give her one. I'm just so happy. I love her. I love the conversation she's having. Like, just like Brooke said, on the show, they're showing her being real. And they're also showing her, like, play the game. And I I love to see her doing all these things and how much screen time she's getting finally. The screen time she deserves. Because she's, she's actually doing things. And I think she's going to have plans in the future to make big moves. And she's just waiting to get into jury because I think she wants to have that locked in spot in jury, especially one of the first four jury members in case of a jury battle back. Because then I think she'll be okay making moves once jury hits. So next week, in my next episode of this podcast, I'll, I'll probably be talking about how excited I am to watch ba- to watch Devon make some moves. Sorry, I'm reading. I'm like looking at my flashcard and I read Bailey as the first thing. Um... But I, I'm excited. I think Davon's going to do something when Jerry starts because I think she'll have that battle back to fall back on. Battle back to fall back on. And it's going to be even better when her, Bailey, and Ian, my top three, win all three powers that are in the BB basement. So, yeah, that's it's going to be great times here on the podcast. We're going to be celebrating next week, I promise you. These past few episodes and this episode have been so bland and boring and it's just been me being sad but that's just because there is nothing to be happy about. But now we have the BB basement, which is just pointless powers that probably won't get used. But you know what? I'm going to have hopes and dreams, and I'm not going to crush anyone's day today. So I leave you with that. I hope you all enjoyed not this episode of Big Brother, because I hope you're on my side of the house, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of my podcast, and you could be sad with me and send in a voice message. Sorry, that's a very negative way to end this podcast. I hope you could be happy and send in your voice message and cheer me up, you know. Send in some nice voice messages. Make my day. Give me hope. I want to hear your favorite house guests. I want to hear your least least favorite house guests. I want to hear all your things. If you're not listening on the app Anchor, download it. And you can find my podcast on the app Anchor. And through there, you can send in voice messages. There's just a little, like, speech bubble with a plus sign that says voice message next to it. It's really easy to find. Just click on it, and you can send me in a voice message. Don't be nervous. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your ideas, your your opinions. I want to be able to discuss something with you guys. Uh, Brooke, thanks for being the most loyal fan. Ugh, love my fans, right? I'm so famous. Anyways, good night, and I'll see you next week.